right, welcome back to the nitty gritty. This week we have the CEO and big dog. He's not the founder, right? No, that's no. the inventor. That's right. Of Kizik Shoes out of Linden, Utah. I had heard of Kizik, but I didn't really know what they were. Yeah, and I feel I've seen them more and more. Like they're doing, I feel like they're everywhere right now online, which is awesome. Well, and what they're known for is a hands-free shoe, right? Yeah. Like it's a step in. You got to go to their website and look at their videos. They are like, I, I might be done buying. I mean, I'm still supporting Nike in a sense if I buy Kizik shoes. That's a bold statement. It's a right? bold statement. It's a bold statement. I might not go that far, but <laughs> I look amazing. I can't and, wait to try him. He's going to, we're going to get some shoes and I haven't had a chance to try him, but he showed us how his work so rad. You just step into it and it just like, it holds its form. There's support. Right. So cool. Well, Utah company to a Utah company. Cause I mean, the inventor is front was from OGO. Yep. Right. And yeah, now one of their minority owners is freaking Nike. Yeah. <laughs> how cool is that? I mean, it is such an awesome story and it, it just, what a technology. Anyway, check them out. Great episode. Great guy. Awesome. Another awesome Utah company. So thanks guys. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the nitty gritty. We are here with Monty Deer, the CEO of Kizik, right? Correct. Kizik right. what? You got it. Kizik, is it shoes? Is it Kizik shoes? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, the Kizik, Kizik footwear. Uh, and we're at Kizik.com, K-I-Z-I-K.com. Now, is it Kizik or Kizik? Because I don't want to put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Emphasis. It's, it's Kizik. <laughs> okay. You were right up front. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming in. This was an episode I'm excited to do. I was telling you before, I have a slight shoe problem. If you ask my wife, she would say it's bigger than a slight shoe problem. And so- I'm I call it a slight shoe problem. You call it a slight? Yeah. Well, Does that we, make you feel any better? Well, we have the same slight shoe problem. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> it's because there's 40 shoe boxes behind that closed door right there. And those are the hidden ones. Well, well let's see if it's the same shoe problem I have. To keep my uh, marriage uh, intact and moving forward, I piled up 12 pair this morning and put them in, in a pile. And, uh, and so Bobby's going to, she's going to stick with me if I, if, if I get rid of a few pairs. So that's, 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 sounds like we have the same shit. Like I buy a lot so I can donate a lot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I've had to turn into the rule of get one, give one. There we go. So I don't get it more. Anyways, well, thank you for coming on. I'm excited to learn. Mont, tell me, before we jump into Kizik, I want to learn a little bit about you. Like, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Kind of what's your story? Like, before we kind of jump into Kizik. Sure. I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. So I'm a Sooner. Oh, okay. uh, my dad was a football player, quarterback at the University of Oklahoma back in the early 60s. So wow. uh, I stayed a Sooner. My kids are Sooners. So you're uh, like royalty out there, man. Quarterback in Soonerville? Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. My dad's <laughs> BMOC. So uh, anyway, I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. I uh, came out here to school, attended okay. Brigham Young University, went to law school, and then after law school, I was a, I was a business and M&A attorney for uh, 25, 26 years. And wow. So out here? Out, out here. I, the, in, the last 20 years of my career have been out here in Utah. Okay. Ran a, a, a regional firm, uh, did a lot of middle market deals. Uh, with with Utah companies, and then, what made you want to go into law? You know, that's a good question. My um, when I went to BYU, my dad said you can major in anything you want as long as it's accounting or engineering. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, I tried engineering first, and then uh, I tried engineering for a semester. And you by, did. So my mom thought I was going to be an engineer. So like I like going into school, I had like an engineering scholarship somehow. And like my first class, I was like, yeah, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so I lasted a semester. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to accounting school here and coming out of accounting school is kind of like, am I going to go to business school or am I going to go to law school? Flipped a coin. I didn't flip a coin, but it was a close call. Decided. You didn't want to go into accounting then? No, no, no. I knew I didn't. Just okay. wanted the background, wanted the education. Uh, okay. Went to law school here uh, at at BYU's law school, and yeah, I've loved it. I loved being an attorney. I loved working with different entrepreneurs, different businesses. Every day was different, uh, and 
Well, especially in the M&A space. I mean, there's all sorts of deals going on all the time. Yes. And I have so many friends who, who I've got to help build their business than sell their business. In, in Utah, we build and sell businesses. It's usually people from out of Utah that buy them. Yeah. So that's, that was my career for years and years. Um, and you, you want me to tell you about what got me out of, yeah. out of yeah. law and into shoes? Yes. Holy cow. Uh, my good friend, Mike Pratt, who was the founder of OGO International, a right. bag company, you know, OGO. Sure. He, he can't do any, he can't see any problem and not solve it. Right. And he's just one of those in, uh, incredible Einstein-like inventors. But all the bags are so good. I love OGO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And they had a great OGO was a bag company and right. had a great fire to it, didn't it? Uh-huh. And that's and that's Mike. And, and how did you know him? So I knew him because he his colleague David Wonderly at OGO uh, was good best friend of mine. And so uh, I uh, OGO was in the process of selling to uh, Callaway, Callaway right? Golf. Yeah, right. yeah. So Callaway was looking at OGO at the time. David introduced me to Mike Pratt because inside of OGO, Mike and a small team were working on the shoe problem. What's the shoe problem? Wow. Nobody likes the hassle of putting on their shoes or tying their shoes. And Mike figured that out. So for a few years, he had been thinking about and solving the problem of how do you step into shoes hands-free? Interesting. So he was starting that process while OGO was still around. That's right. That's right. Uh, Okay. And so Callaway, his OGO partners, and Callaway said, you go ahead. Uh, he purchased the, the assets from OGO prior to the sale to Callaway and started, I helped him start uh, as his counsel, uh, a new company that was building shoes. And, and what we bought out of OGO were patents right. and just the trademark and, and just the start of a shoe company. They hadn't sold any shoes yet. Okay. So that I started seeing that from Mike, and you know, like you, well, I, I'm not that much of a shoe lover, but Mike took me in the basement of his home, <laughs> and he started showing me. He had all these file, like legal file boxes, and he started. He said, one said F1 on it. He pulled it off. He pulled out some prototypes. I said, whoa, that is amazing. Almost like what I showed you when we started today, right. a shoe that you could step into, but this was like built in his, in his house. Then he showed me another way, and then another way, and then another way. And I was just blown away on day one, after a year or two of working with him as his counsel, I just, I said, Mike, I want to do this with you. Wow. So he's kind of the mad, sci- he's like a mad scientist and just always inventing something. Yes. Was and- he creating like the, the prototypes himself? Uh, yes, but then he, he had a, uh, because he had Ojo, so he knows how to he source did. it and make product. He did. He had, so he sourced it with a team at Ojo, a small team. Then when he, when Ojo was sold, he started building a small, a small, a larger team. And so we are, that, that team is still with us. Steve Herman, uh, is an incredible shoe builder. Uh, Craig Cheney is our chief innovation officer. You can't believe what they can do. They can make any shoe, any boot, uh, wow. anything hands-free, so you can just step right into it. Huh. How long ago I'm was sold. This? I know, right? Yeah, Do you know how far it is down there <laughs> for me? You know, it gets farther, too. It gets farther. It. <laughs> I have to go Does out around the corner and then all the way down to my shoes. And it's funny because it's like every step in, well, they're called sandals. Like, that's pretty <laughs> much all you got, right? And it's yeah. so nice. I, or the, by the way, where where you ruin the shoes and you just leave the back and totally, you just step like through. All of mine are ruined because I try to find the perfect way to lay some, just loose enough to get in, but just tight enough to not be like sloshing around. Yeah, and it never works because you know they just have cardboard back there in the heel and it gets all bent and messed up. But well, um, and, and that's one of the things we have to teach our our consumers is that this is not a slide in, right. This is not a slip on. This is a put your foot in and it's on, baby. Right. And because right. that's that's a new thing. It's totally yes. a new thing. Yeah, sure it is. It's a new thing. It's not just like it's like I said. You could kind of rig it to to work. Oh yeah. 
but it's still not ideal. Mm-hmm. So to figure that out and just, you know, watching the heels just bounce back every time when you're stepping in your shoes. And by the way, there are 15 double E's and pretty much all of these online. <laughs> oh, good. This is a problem because I just found my, I just found two pairs of church shoes and about 12 pairs of just, sorry, Nike, I'm out. I'm going to Kizik. Uh, so. Oh, that's funny. So, I mean, gosh, I have so many questions. It's so fascinating. When he's, when he started with this idea is what you have now similar to like his first prototype, you know, like, like this idea to Cam's point of having enough like stability in the heel to where it's not just a floppy piece of fabric, but there's something there. Like, I'm just so curious, like how he came up with that. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about Mike. He was, he was an experienced inventor. Most inventors have an idea to solve a problem and they look for one path. Right. Mike was wise enough to think, okay, I need to think of the best path or paths to solve this problem, but I I need to patent and protect not only the best two or three paths, but all of the paths. And so that's what he started doing. He started looking for all the ways to step into shoes hands-free. And and right now we have, gosh, if you look at all of our – uh, domestic and foreign patents, we have more than 90 now. Oh, wow. And we're filing patents. We're finding new ways. We're filing new patents. Were every you month. doing that for him? No, I was his business attorney. Okay. His, uh, his um, patent, patent attorney was, is, was and is Eric Nielsen, who's working at a big regional firm here in Salt Lake City. The day he, uh, Mike hired me to be the CEO I called Eric and said, "Let's go, buddy." And and he he said he moved over from Snell and Wilmer and and offices right He's next to a, me now. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so is he part of the company or is he still part of the company every day? Really? So so think about this. Most inventors, most companies, that when they think of a new way to do something, they've got to call their attorney and say, "Okay, remember what we're doing? We're the shoe company." And the attorney uh-huh. says, "Yes." And remember, we like to do these three things. Not Eric. He knows. Right. We tap him on the shoulder and say, "Come look at this." And, and I, it's royal we because I don't invent anything. I, I, we have a lab that does that. Sure. But he also tells them. Think about this. He also tells them, "Hey, you're inventing in this direction, but there's a lot of busyness, a lot of black space in this area of invention. Turn right, turn left. Let's wow. invent into white space so that we own it and there's no question. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So your humility is interesting. We got to get, I want I want the CEO to come out. I like how you are just playing up everybody else. <laughs> hey. I'm like this guy, you know, they're really smart and really good at their job when they're just giving all the love to everyone else. Oh, so I wow. respect that. That's really cool. But we're going to pull, we're going to pull some confidence out. How about this? I'm a good right? team builder. Right. Yeah. I mean, isn't that a CEO's number one job? And I mean, where you understand the law side and just hearing you talk about it's Mike, right? Mike is Mike, the, right, yes. like his mind and just under, cause usually people like that need somebody to kind of like, not, okay. <laughs> may, yeah. Maybe a little bit of that, right. Artist, but sometimes you got to like rein them in a little bit. Okay. Right. And so I would think, cause I can be kind of like that. I'll go off on a million different. If I don't have Annie in here, just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we can't sell barbecue at six different places in the stadium next week, no matter how much money you think we're going to make. Like, we can't pull it off, you know? But Well, one thing about Mike, he's able and he's done it all, including all the business part, all the right. sourcing part. But, you know, he's established enough now. We are rolling enough that he can do what he wants to freedom. do and what he loves to do and let our team do the rest. Right. And that's sort of how it's played out now. So when he brought you on... Had you had was had you sold any shoes prior? Uh, Yes. So I came on board in 2019. Okay. Kizik had been selling shoes into a wholesale channel for uh, a year and a half at that point. Was it still relatively small at the time? Very small. Very small. And and yes, with a great little team. Sure. That proved the concept. You can imagine trying to get a shoe out there for the first time and tell someone oh my gosh. step into it. In it, this market, that'd be yeah, so yeah. hard. That'd be terrifying. I'm so interested though, why, like, 
did Mike, right? Pratt? Yeah, Mike. Uh-huh. Why he was like, did he, when he brought you on, did he then step away well, from the company? And did he just kind of go back into the lab like inventor? That's that's about right. Although he had a team, a small team that was building the company, and Mike wasn't in the office uh, 40 hours a week. Although the guy never sleeps, so he's tinkering all the time. So yes, it was just a matter of having a uh, good team that were mostly shoe dogs and engineers, and they needed a leader. And I was able, well... I was that's an incredible. <laughs> I was willing. I'm learning to be able. How about right, that? Right. That's an incredible amount of trust, you know, for an inventor to kind of hand their baby over to somebody and say, "Here, yes. kind of take it over." Yes. But it does keep him in the lat. Like you said something a, sec- a second ago that was interesting. Like he can do what he really loves doing now because I can do the, you know, whatever this stuff is. Operation but he can just be right. down. Exactly. He can be the mad scientist and just go to work. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's huge. I mean. Because we all have the things that we're passionate about. And it's like, that's what a, a team is, right? You can stay in the lane that you love and you do better than anyone else. And you, you know, bring other people in to support in areas where it's like the second I look at a spreadsheet, it's just like, oh, just sell it. Just sell Bam Bam somehow. <laughs> if I have to look at this yeah. for more than 10 minutes, I'm done. I, I, I mean, I think there's a little bit of that in Mike. But right. the other thing that, that was new for Mike, well, new for Mike and new for me, frankly, is we, we hired... We, brought, we pulled together a really great digital marketing team led by Alex MacArthur. I don't know if you've, you all have met Alex. You should have him on. He's, right. he's super interesting. He, he was CMO at Purple yeah. uh, Mattress and, and, and lifted them. Now he and his team are lifting the heck out of us. That video, I just watched a video that was about the 30-year-old that still lives at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was dying. That was so funny. And it did. It totally felt like Purple. Like it had that kind of signature to it. Hang on. We got another one. Uh, we got another one coming here in a couple of weeks. Yes. Watch, okay. for it. Watch for it. Video. Put it this way. It will teach us that we can't use our hands when we put on a hands-free shoe. Just, we call it hands off, but I think I won't say any more than that. Just just watch for it in a couple of weeks. You'll laugh your head off. Uh, so wait. how did you feel coming out of maybe the more structured world of law and walking into CEO of a startup? I mean, those are very different worlds. The day-to-day is very different. I mean, what was that like for you? It was challenging. And part of the reason I made the jump over was I sort of had this very vivid realization, Monty, you can keep doing the same thing you've been doing. Go sell 50 more companies over the next five, 10 years, or here's a new set of experiences. Give it a go. See if you like it and see what you learn. And so, it's awesome. you know, I, I started reading books. Uh, I was reading a I was reading a book a day. I was reading I was reading a new book every day about how to lead, how to be a CEO. I'd done some leadership before, uh, in you know in uh, both in church and at my law firm. Sure. So I, I had some experience, but not this kind. Yeah. Do you remember? Was there a moment where you're like, uh, I want I want to go back to law. <laughs> Bobby, my wife, has asked me that several <laughs> times, and 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 usually my answer has been, "Well, not yet, uh, not yet." Uh, there, there are hard days and challenging days, right. and days where, you know, in the pandemic, we had right. thousands of pair of what we call our 1.0 shoes. We we used to have shoes that were mostly aimed toward an older audience, darker leather, more expensive. And all of a sudden, these 130 stores that we were slated to ship to all closed. And you know, you add these are small businesses. You ask yourself, are we going to are we going to ship all these shoes to these small businesses and hope they can pay us? And you know, we decided pivot time. We're we we've been moving toward a direct to consumer all digital business, and we made the move. Is that when you brought in? The, Alex the, the digital on, team? Yeah, Alex is already with us, and we were already okay. building our digital business, but it was really scary to, to, to make a jump yeah. all at once. Had to go into high gear. Right yeah, there. that's a big we pivot. Did. We did, yeah, and it was scary. And fetal position, you know, <laughs> all of that. Pulled our team together and made a plan, executed the plan, 
and but we it actually a, it was a blessing probably right i mean now you're looking at it in like, retrospect yes you're you're dead right yeah isn't that interesting covid's been like that for so many people yeah. in business because yeah. like if they've gotten through it it's you know they can look back and see right you know all of the well how fast we can accomplish things too it's like yeah. you take the bureaucracy out of it and just when it's necessity and it's like you've got all the you know thousands of pairs of shoes just sitting there like what the crap are we going to do it's like look how fast we did it and now we have all this experience and it's now we're not going to change like we're st i mean you look at the website it's amazing right yeah and and just so you know it took a while to crawl out of that you could call it a hole you could call it whatever <laughs> you want to call it but this pivot took place in april of 20 right. and we sold our last mm, generation one shoe uh, in August of you know just last oh, month. Wow! Yeah, so we just we just moved through all of that inventory and. But in the scheme of things, that's still not that. I mean, I guess it is in retail to hold all that, but still, how cool! Yeah. I mean, how cool that it's yeah. that it's all gone. You know, well, and we're we're fresh and new and yeah. rolling forward. So something else I'm thinking of, you being an M and A, I'm sure you got approached multiple times by other businesses asking you to come be a part of them yes normally it was as their general counsel okay and so not quite as much in a business role uh and so like what about this was it the person or the product that gave you the confidence to jump you have to say all the, the above all, the, all the above it was it was sort of the opportunity uh in fact i went and spoke with mike and and first thing mike said was oh my gosh, I had no idea you would consider this. And I said, well, I, I haven't been able to sleep at night because I'm thinking about it. Cool. And he's, he said, well, gosh, do we, don't we need a shoe guy as our CEO? And he said, well, just give me a day to think about it. He called me back early the next morning and said, man, we're, we're going to license. We're going to probably have to raise some funds. That's what you do. We're going to build fast. He said... Mm -hmm. Let's keep talking. And yeah. within, within a few days, we, we decided this was going to work. Shoe people are crazy. You don't want them leading companies. No. <laughs> you want them in the marketing. You want them in the marketing or and making the product development. Shoes. You know, I would love to see you two sitting next to each other. I bet you guys are like the perfect pair. Like seriously, I, from what like, I'm yeah. envisioning, he's sounding a little bit more like down my road, you know, just, you just, would, you just would love move it. it. No, and, and that's what Look. I'm saying. Like I just, I just see such a complimentary pair between you two i mean of course i don't know mike but that's how i feel yeah and, and i think he feels the same way and so unfortunately cool. we're seeing we're seeing incredible success so uh, we're seeing a lot of right uh up and to the right it's amazing people make all i mean the product's amazing obviously but i mean you can't do it without the right people and it sounds like that kind of right off the bat just you guys kind of hit a home run with the team yes uh and and I would say yes. We built yeah. the team over time. We just recently, maybe a year ago, we hired uh, an ex-Nike uh, exec, Skip Lee, who he he works remotely from Portland. Okay. But you know, he was our first. We had a lot of engineers, bag makers. We had figured out how to make shoes, but Skip was the first one who came and said, "Okay, let's make shoes that are comfortable, yeah, that right. work." And, and so dial it in a little bit, good, another, another good addition. So we've added as we went. Okay. So when did the, like, what was the biggest change from version 1.0 to version 2.0 of the shoes? Yeah, I would say we went from a high price point, average 140, 150, 160 okay. to a $99 price point that worked for a larger, we became more approachable to and accessible to more consumers. We um, moved to a sport-inspired sport athleisure uh, lane and away from uh, dress shoes and leather shoes. So is that how? So it started with more the leather then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, we were making we were making sneakers, but but like on the fancy end, uh, the the nicer end of sneakers. Okay. So we moved to a better price point, a younger and uh, more athleisure product. And then we added, we wanted to change our, the way we, our voice. We wanted to be more approachable. 
That's what the uh, that's what Alex and his team brought to us. We went to Harmon Brothers for uh, for some help with with education and and voice, and uh, it's you know those those components pulled together so that last fall about this time we just, we really started selling a lot of shoes. So cool. What's the name Kizik? I'm I'm so curious about that. Where did that come from? Mike's wife Jana made it up. Oh, Are you really? serious? Yes. Just like that. Yes. <laughs> and the only thing we've been able to find so far is that, that there is a city in Turkey called Kizik. And, 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 you know, we don't have distribution to Turkey, but uh, has nothing to what? do with that. She made it up. Kizik. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've never is heard there of any, That's like, amazing. How? I, I don't know. You know, back- like it has to be two syllables bookended by K's. Um, Kizik. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Backwards, it's also Kizik. Uh, yeah, I, and that's cool too. I didn't think about it. It is all the palindrome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, how many people do you have on like the design side, as far as like looks and you know textures and that kind of stuff? We have a design team uh, of three. Plus, we uh, we have a consultant. Uh, a woman-owned uh, consulting firm out of Portland. That they're great shoemakers and designers. Okay. So, so it probably it's. I might just have us back up for one moment. We start with a lab of engineers. So they deliver to our design team. You know, here are five ways to make a hands-free shoe, and that is a group full of designers as well. But then our design team. Then they take the technology and, 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 and design shoes. So like, what changes do they make, like this engineering team? Like, as they're designing these hand-free shoes, is it just different angles the foot comes in? or so, You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'd love to see them work on that. Like, I'm trying to figure out what shoe labs are in Portland. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are lots. There are okay. lots. Uh, okay. we, we do business with a company called Nike. I don't know if you, okay. if you do that. You know, I just wonder. It's not a lab there, was... there though. It's, a ki- it's the kitchen. It, it, That's it, true. It's the kitchen. Right. So That's right. We, we, could, we, we, could, we could tell you a little bit about our relationship with, with Nike. But back to your question about uh, what our lab does. Uh, I, I know we are on a podcast and our listeners can't see, but... Go check out I'm, YouTube. You'll be able to look at it. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm holding up a shoe that this particular shoe has a titanium wire in the back. So when you step on the back of the shoe, it presses down the back of the heel. And once so your it foot- So it doesn't fold forward, it folds back. Folds back, that's right. Okay. And once your foot is all the way in, that titanium, that's a great quality of titanium, it returns to its exact form. And that heel is up around your heel and it's all the way on. Uh, now, I'll give you an idea, though, of what our lab might And do. it's light because it's titanium. It's light. and But that titanium is a little bit expensive. Sure. So one thing our lab might do, for example, and it has done in some of our shoes, is they might figure out the right kind of polymer or plastic to replace that titanium. Shoes less expensive, performs okay. the same. That's okay. an example of what our, what our lab might do. That's a CEO colorway, by the way. I'm looking on the website, and I am not seeing it. Oh yeah, this uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a player. That's don't, a player edition right like there. That that's all they want <laughs> off right that, there. That's folks. called. I pulled that out of the box right before I left, wow. and I said, "I hope no one cares if I'm wearing this today." <laughs> that is a one of one right yeah. there. I'm, I, I went through like three times. I'm like, yeah. uh, it looks like the prog, but no, I don't see that brown leather right there. It is the prog. It's the prog, just your own colorway. It's the bone color. Okay, just not out yet. Okay. Give us a few weeks. See, you're Give baller. us a few weeks. <laughs> if I'm a CEO, I will not wear anything that the c- consumer can buy. I'm going to stay one one season ahead. Yeah, that's right. That's such a cool shoe, though. That's the one that I'm kind of drawn to, also, because yeah. you're right. It is like the it's close to the creme brulee, is what it's called. Yes, website, I love that creme brulee. Also, man, the dusk cool the dusk blue Prague is a great great color. Dusk way. blue comes with two color of laces Ooh, yeah. i pull out the blue laces i put out pull out the navy blaze, laces and put in the white they oh, look awesome wow. look at you turn into a shoe guy i know i love it i know <laughs> did you have to wear a suit when you were a lawyer oh man for the first 10 years no i'd say six years of my career in dallas uh-huh. i wore a suit not just a suit not a coat tie you can't wear a sport coat right Three a suits. suit a suit with a white shirt and a tie every day yeah 
Oh, Life is better. If yeah. I wear if I wear a collared shirt now, my team they just laugh at me. Really? Like, so, oh, something serious is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was wearing a collar today. So was was licensing always part of the strategy of the brand? Because I, I know you mentioned it a little bit. You know, we knew that was a possibility. Okay. And is that I mean that's me, why you went after the patents was a big reason, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. We were trying to build a defensible position. And, you know, how fortunate are we that at the same time, Mike and his little team inside of OGO was thinking about easy on and off. So was a much bigger team in at Nike. You know, you go look at the history of Nike's Fly Ease program. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, I, I love what I love when Nike says every one with a body is an athlete and we make shoes that all athletes can put on. I, I just love that yeah. tie together, right? So so Nike was thinking about and working on uh, this this Flyies uh, program where shoes were easier to put on. Right. They they started with some that could zip on, some that could uh, some that were would uh, use velcro and one-handed entry and the the holy grail of easy on is hands-free, just step in. Right. And so isn't it cool that the same time Nike was working on this problem, we were also saving, s- solving the same problem. I mean, I'm just going to say, if anyone paid attention to the footwear that was on the Olympic athletes this year, they may or may not have had hand-free shoes. Yeah, okay. well, they did. Um, you know, we don't talk about what Nike does. We talk about what we do. But that wasn't that a beautiful shoe. It's called the Nike glide flyies that that the u.s olympians had on the metal stand were on the metal stand in tokyo it's so beautiful and i I love that shoe i have a couple pair it's awesome because you guys have kizik which is your like consumer facing brand right correct but you have the lab which kind of is that where all the patents and all that kind of stuff lives yes that's called hands-free okay uh, labs and uh, as you can imagine we don't talk about what Nike does, but of course. what Nike has is the right to use. Of course, they have oodles and oodles of their own uh, uh, you great have, stuff. You guys they, have a relationship with Nike. Though, our right? relationship with Nike is that they're a, a minority uh, owner of our company. Okay. So they all own a small piece of our company. Um, and we license to them the right to use all of our hands-free okay. software. So as we as we develop it, they have the right to use it. So... Um, we're we're thrilled wow. to we're thrilled to to have that partnership with Nike. Do you get to go to the employee store now? Uh, <laughs> Whenever you want. You know, unfortunately, I, I think no, I think nobody gets to go on Nike's campus much. Uh, That's true. Uh, I guess right pandemic, now. So, well, so. have to go stock up when it's over. Yeah. You guys. I still have never been there. I know. I haven't either. I've been invited. I've been no. invited three times, and I've never been able to go. That's like. That's almost like the Masters for me, like getting into the Nike. <laughs> no, I think the Nike store would be easier than the Masters. Well, but easier, but a similar type of experience. 100%. <laughs> and also as expensive. Yeah. I told, sure. You said I was humble, but I have been to both places. Okay. Okay. Winning. <laughs> um, so as you guys are thinking of shoes, have you always been – Men and women, did you start just a men's shoe? Are you thinking of getting into kids? Like, how does that evolvement look or that process look? Evolution. That was the word I was going for. What is yeah. I used like four different <laughs> words and I finally got to the right one. It sounded like me. It sounded like me today. We, we started uh, as an early brand. We started mostly with men's, but we had some women's shoes. We've sort of moved to unisex now. So all of our shoes, almost all of our shoes are unisex. And uh, I think I wear every shoe that we make. So it doesn't matter the color. I wear them all. Uh, kids, it's a number one question that yeah. our uh, customers ask. When are you going to make kids shoes? And shall I make an announcement? Yes. We're going to make kids shoes next year. <laughs> I, I can't believe that I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, that that is be the most such amazing. a no-brainer. Is yeah. the technology harder for, on a smaller shoe? Or has it just been, it hasn't been? It, it is a little more challenging because it's smaller. Yeah. Right. 
but, but it's also less it, weight of a per like isn't it a great solution though think think oh about my it gosh. it's gonna be amazing i have a little granddaughter she's she she started wearing hands-free shoes when she was three wow. uh and she feels really privileged i'm, I'm kidding right. <laughs> uh, she has no idea but but you know she, what she does is she has these little I hope I can say this, has these little Walmart shoes that we made in our lab to be hands-free. She has several other pair of shoes, but she loves this one because she walks up. For sure. Puts her hands on the wall, stables herself, bam, bam, she's in, out the door. That's, that's all that matters to her. Now I get to go. Jeez. So. I need some bowling shoes, too, some while you guys are at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new hobby. I got boas. I got the shoes I got are the boas, which I love boas, but... Cool technology. Huh? It is cool technology. Like I've got my snowboard boots too, but you still have to bend over and twist the knob. I just want to step yeah. in and go, baby. I can't wait for the kid shoes. There's no, I mean, that's amazing. Cause that's always the biggest fight. Like when you have to transition from like the Velcro to tying laces, it's just like, right. oh, no, well, our kid's not going to learn how to tie laces now. I, I hope not. You are exactly right that's our vision yeah, right we why, right. why and, and, and you know part of the advertisement for your podcast is that you want to talk to people that rethink the way we do simple totally right. things to make life different that's what mike and team have done so that to the point where we think kids will have no need to tie their shoes and that everyone oh, should be wearing hands-free shoes. It's just like we don't have the Rand McNally map books in our cars anymore. You know, those big spiral-bound books <laughs> that yeah. it's like don't have to stop for directions. You don't have to memorize streets. And everyone's like, well, how do you know where you're going? I'm like, I'll never need to know ever again because of this little guy. Or when was yeah. the last time you rolled down your window? Uh, yeah. A and you might push a button and you might say, I'm rolling down my window. But it doesn't make sense because yeah. you're pushing a button. <laughs> or That's or, true. When I tell my kids, roll down your window, they probably never – they're like, why am I put it rolling? I know, how, when do we change the, the verb, right? Yeah. Like how much after the technology changes or how long after that? That's so interesting. Do we get rid of the – Probably when we die. I'll tell you what we hear a lot. Another example we use is, uh, is a key fob. Right. I mean, when's the last time you stuck your key into your car to open your uh -huh. car door? Uh, some people say, man, that's, you guys are just fostering laziness. <laughs> and and I, we hear that criticism. Um, but that's such bull crap. Yeah, it, it is. You know what? What's wrong with making life easier? It just means you can hop on your exercise machine faster. Yeah, there we go. You don't bend over and go, oh, I don't want to do this today. My back hurts. Do they stay on good enough like to work out in them? Uh, yes. In fact, if you go online, you can find some. You, you can find. We, we do not make shoes that are designed for athletic performance. We sure. don't. But it's important that our customers understand that when they buy a shoe, they can put them on. They can. So we have we have content out there that shows people on trampolines, that show parkour, show people doing a parkour course after. Absolutely, okay. they, when they're on, they're on. They're all the way on. Well, hey, you know, with this new friend that you guys have that owns a piece of your company, I can see some of the uh, self lacing coming yeah. together with the step ins or with the you know hands free shoes. How cool would that be? Where you just you you can have athletic performance with the step in, press a button on your or no, not even a button because I had That's a pair it. of those BB you know like two point or whatever. Yeah. And the second you put a certain amount of pressure on your shoe, just they just tighten. go. Oh man, why is he gr he's grinning while I'm? <laughs> no, no, I, I, What's going know, on over the, here? The, 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 he's, have, he's not going to let where, anything leave. No. How does he I, know? I, 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 I am not going to talk about what what. Uh, <laughs> what our friends at Nike might do, but the truth is we have confidence that they can do anything. Oh yeah. That's awesome. They can do anything. That's for sure. Well, you guys have built such a fun brand to your point. Like your digital team is doing such a good job. Is How cool is Utah? Sorry. I just had to say that really quick. Is there really any other state this small that has so much awesome stuff? So many cool so. companies, so many innovative companies. What is it? It's true. People always ask with podcasts, like, are you going to run out of guests? I'm like, no. No, we have like a plethora. Plethora. <laughs> well, and if you look back, if you look back a few years, cons yeah, a plethora. I love that word. Plethora. I don't I, even I know. know. I don't even think that means what you think it means. El guapo. <laughs> El guapo. <laughs> I, could, I could only think it whenever I see her plethora. I could just see it. Plethora. Do I have a plethora of pinatas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's you're speaking Spain Spanish. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, but like, how hard has it been, or has has it been hard fun to build like that consumer facing brand? You know, putting out the content you're putting out. You know, it's you guys are doing such a good job. Like, how have you found so much success in that? Yes, uh, it hasn't been easy to be truthful. Sure, because we're teaching something we're teaching a solution to a problem that people didn't don't even know they have and it's still an ongoing process uh what's great is we get a lot of feedback from our our customers it also it's a kind of feedback that shows you that they're talking about it Mm -hmm. and we have all kinds of data the data shows that a almost a quarter of our uh customers learned about us from talking to someone else. That's yeah. free and sure. that's the kind of that's the kind of growth that you want to have, organic growth that you want to have. Um, but the, the what we hear, the types of reviews. I told you the number one question, when are you going to have kids shoes? But besides that, people are saying, well, I might have a closet full of shoes and I might look at all of them. It doesn't matter. I step in, I step into my kizics because they're so easy. Right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't really like my shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want these. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it is. Like, I usually choose easy, comfortable. Like, so many of my shoes don't get worn. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's insane. But. They also say, now I have four pair. They also, One of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. They say, I bought a pair of these, and they're so convenient. But it made me think, I'm going to buy a pair for my dad. Right. Or. I'm going to buy a pair for my sister who's expecting a baby. Or I'm going to buy a pair for my buddy who just had ACL surgery from a ski accident. When you isn't that a cool? It's thing? way cool, but it also what's what's even cooler to me is that you want to do all that but you still want to wear it yourself. What's the line? I remember like, uh, nice shoes. Do those serve an orthopedic function or something? Like, oh, what movie was this from? But it's like I needed to learn that movie. Uh, yeah, it's um It'll come to me. I want to say it's an Adam Sandler movie, but um, to your point, generally shoes like that, you know, you think of like Crocs, like shoes you're not going to wear out. Well, unless you work in a kitchen, I'll wear Crocs all day long because they make kitchen shoes, but. Except Crocs are so popular right now again. Big Okay, for a minute, but they're still ugly. I know they've got some cool shoes, but I'm just saying that's, but it's still not like a shoe shoe. Sure. So to have something that works for somebody who just had ACL surgery or is pregnant or, you know, but still really cool yeah, to wear just normal, like that's a big deal. You know what I mean? It's such a big deal that, you know, it's great to be a company with a mission. Right. And some companies have to stop and think, what's our mission going? What's, a, what's going to be the purpose of our purpose-driven company? We don't have to do that. Okay. Our purpose is make convenient shoes for everyone, but also make a shoe that's beautiful, Yeah, that's mainstream, but that helps people who need it most. Wow. I don't, how many companies can say they do that? Like how many retail companies? I mean, Spanx, Spanx, they do that, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Right. I'm just saying like, but even that, that's not like, that's solving the problem inside your clothes. Well, I guess they have leggings and stuff, but I just can't think of anything. Like maybe I'm not making my point good enough to have something cool enough that everybody wants to wear, but comfy and convenient enough that like nurses, injured people, like the ACL expecting moms, like old elderly, everyone wants to wear them. So like what brands with this many because you really only have, like, what is it, five or six different models with multiple colorways, of course. Right, that's right. But with that small of a, you know, that few of models covers so many different demographics. Yeah. That's, like, that's awesome. And, and, and just to add one more, think about when we go to Asia or the Middle East where culture is, you take off your shoes. A lot of us are, oh are, are yeah. shoes off cultures, but... You know, it'll be great when we can we can offer that to people who take off their shoes every time they walk in the house. Sheesh. What's your most popular model? The Madrid. The Madrid. Econet Madrid. It's a it's a just a simple 
Simple Shoe. Huh. Uh, honestly, we have three that are, I would call, our most popular. Uh, one is the Madrid. Number two is the Athens. Okay. We just released the Athens, and it, it is replacing our Cairo. Uh, right. they, they both have the external uh, technology that you can see on the back of the heel. Yeah. And then this shoe that I'm wearing now, the the uh, can, canvas Prague and its counterpart, which is the leather Vegas, yeah, also are, are selling off the shelf. Okay. Do you guys? Is it hard not to roll out like different models like too quickly? You know what I mean. Like the design team, is it hard to, or what does that process look like from like? brain to engineering team to the design you know what i mean like how long does that take before you feel like you have a new whether it's just a color or it's a whole line that you want to roll out yeah in a word yes it's hard because we have lots of ideas and everyone loves their idea and it's it's a, it's it's in the shoe business it's discipline yeah you know you manage your skews and that's what we try to do and we haven't always been perfect but we're in a good spot right now yeah, because all of your shoes are good looking. Like they are. Like I'll use Nike's example. They roll some ugly shoes out, <laughs> and it's like, how did those get past your team? Right. Because they're so good at some politics. Stuff. But then some stuff, it's like somebody was out of favor like, somewhere. Man, that one is. Yeah, try that one over again. Of course, they have such a diverse audience with a lot of That's a lot true. of subculture That's true. audiences. So they. They they have the luxury to do that. Someone's someone's loving that shoe that you think's ugly. That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably true. What shoe were you thinking of, Andrew? The Paul George basketball shoe. It is uh, terrible. Oh, yeah, this year's especially. But it keeps coming out with new models. It's yeah, so weird. It is weird. Sorry. Side note. It's called a, uh-huh. it's called a contract. Like, dang it, we got to think of another stupid colorway. This ugly shoe. Oh, I didn't like him in Game Six, by the way. No. That's jazz. Dog on it. No. Do we win that with Kawhi Leonard still in? Did he have to like go to a different uh, level? You're we want, shouldn't get started. You're Andrew started. Jazz, huh? It's a weird question. We <laughs> don't want to get him started. <laughs> so, um, I mean, as the as the leader of the company, obviously you got kids shoes coming out. Is the idea to find more licensed partners like a Nike, or is the idea to build your own brand? And kind of maybe that's the flag you're going to plant. Yeah, it's a really good question. And it's a question, the answer to which has changed over time. We we did a license with Nike. Yep. Uh, we talked to a number of other brands. And then we started having great success with our Kizik, our own brand. So we've backed off of that, uh, of that strategy and... We're building value very quickly in our Kizik brand, so we're not we're not out there anymore. Okay, uh, uh, trying to license. We're we, we think the right place to be is to save room for our Kizik brand and okay and keep rolling. So you got it. So is the I I mean, if there was an exit strategy, would it be to build the brand big enough that then someone comes in and just buys you out completely, or es- just establish yourself as a as the hands free brand? Yes. I think the latter is probably where we're aiming. It's, okay. it's possible that we do, you know, you, know, you never know with business, you, you, you don't ever know. And, and I have, I have a duty uh, to my shareholders. And so we'll always try to keep ourselves in a position to, to do what we need to do. But uh, we, <laughs> I know it's bold to say, but we look at Elon Musk and Tesla. What do they do? You know, they just build the next awesome thing, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. And you know, could Elon Musk sell Tesla? Yes. Could he go public? He has. Uh, y- you know, we'll, we'll just grow, and we think our potential is almost endless. Everyone wears shoes. Totally. Yeah. Four hundred billion dollar market, and uh, that's where we're headed. Up. Oh, so fun! Call the Asia thing. Can you imagine? Like, oh my gosh, just a billion extra customers. No big deal. <laughs> wow. It's challenging to figure out how to get there the right way, though. I'm yeah. Sure. So we'll figure it out. I'm sure. So you've done such a fantastic job of like building the team. Where do you feel like this next stage of growth? Like, do you feel like you have the team ready for that? Or is there other pieces that you're wanting to bring in as you kind of grow a little bit more? 
Yes, definitely other pieces. We will head in the direction of our own retail stores Uh-oh. over the next, we'll start that in the next couple of years. Okay. Why would we do that? Because as a digitally native uh, brand, we today con- control, that's wrongly. We work directly with our consumers. We manage the relationship with our consumers. We think an extension of that is to be in a physical brick and mortar store. Why? You can see it on a video. You can see it on our website. But I promise you, it's shoes. When you, yeah, it's shoes. It's when you shoes. can touch them, not with your hands. Right, right. right. When, you, when, when you can put your foot into a shoe without hands. <laughs> I see employees like, don't touch those. Yeah, just put your feet in them. What did, what did you What so did you just funny. do? I just slap my hand. Okay, preview. Right. I didn't say it, but just just <laughs> hang on. Couple of weeks, we'll see what happens. Yes. Keep your hand. Can't wait. Keep it, your hands off of those shoes. It's like one of those restaurants where, like, you pay to have them be mean to you. Yeah. Like, you walk into the shoe store and, like, you go to grab the shoe and they just like slap your. So hand. now, do we have to reinvent the shoe box? Uh, right. Uh, and the shelving. And the shelving. Yeah. We gotta have shoe. We gotta have feet shelves, hands-free boxes, yeah. or just no boxes. I don't know. Yeah, you could have it like those new car vending machines. Have you seen those? There's Carvana. one on the, Carvana. Have you yeah. seen that big new one off the? Fr- just do that. You know, you just press the it. button. Just press the button, and the shoes that you want to try on just come out. You just step into them. Like, yeah, I'm good. X. <laughs> they go back in. It'd be kind of cool. We've done a couple of we've done a couple of live events, and we're really surprised at how many people will come, pull the shoes out hand their camera to someone and say, okay, here I go. And they'll, they will record that yeah. first uh, interaction with hands-free shoes. We love, we love that. Obviously. I was going to say, you wanna, then they're going to share it. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it you want to well. prove it. Like, until, yeah. like I saw it right in front of my face with your shoes, but I still there, need to feel it. There's that little like skepticism. Doubt, well, Cause I've been wearing the like, same they're really going to feel comfortable. 42 years. I've been dealing with the same thing with shoes. Uh-huh. So to just all of a sudden be able to change your brain to think that, you really can just step in and out of these things. Shame on me for not having shoes in front of you before I came on. But just wait. Give me a couple of days. I'll have some shoes back here for you. Andrew, add to that. Let's lay it on really thick. Let's really make sure we get some. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I I can't wait to try a pair on because I am. I'm so interested to see how they feel on because they look so comfortable. But anytime, like to Cam's point, I have shoes that I don't want to tie, so I'll leave them loose, but they're loose. Right. You know what I mean? You walk around. Nothing worse than loose shoes. Yeah. I hate them. They're sloppier. They'll flap. Yeah. So anyways. Also, we can feel a little younger still and look cool. But, you know, I'm getting to the age now where I don't really care about it as much. Like, if my shoes are flopping around. Like, and, you know, when you're rocking 15 all-leather shoes, like, those suckers are heavy. So if you don't, you know, if I don't tie up some Jordan 3s, if I don't tie those up a little bit, you're right. Like, my heel is uh-huh. probably three inches above the shoe every time I take a step. And then it's just like smash, smash, smash. Uh-huh. So, How about if we give you something you can cinch up as tight as you want, step right into it all the way on. So cool. Yep. Awesome. I can't wait. Me either. I can't wait. Tomorrow's going to be fun when we go to the warehouse and get to pick them out. <laughs> Come on over. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll show you all the pair of 15 double E's. Yes. Remote. That's the thing. I keep clicking on shoes and they keep saying, oh, oh I just found my first one not in stock. The Madrid in black does not have a 15 double E, but that's okay. So is, is Mike still in the lab? So cool. You know, inventing for Kizik or is he just playing mad scientist and inventing for anything now? No, he's pretty focused. Uh, he's he's with us, you know. He's with us several days a week okay. and thinking about. He he does he does move beyond hands free. I'll, I'll give you a, 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 an example. No one's ever really conquered the idea of making a shoe that can get bigger or smaller. That's adjustable. Hang on tight. Give us yep. a little while. We'll. We'll, uh, we'll have well, a shoe. We'll have a shoe that can, that could get bigger. See, and that's what people forget. Like I remember that with the Nike BB stuff, like that was the whole, cause I played hockey my whole life and you know, with hockey skates, you need them tight yeah. and then basketball players are the same thing. So the whole reason that Tinker Hadfield started thinking about this self-lacing thing was when you hop up and put pressure, we tighten those up. But when you sit down, the pressure's off, they loosen so you can get blood circulating back through your feet. But 
Come work in a restaurant and tell me that your feet don't grow almost a whole size by the end of your shift. It's crazy. Like, and that's a big deal. So to have something that could kind of like, like nurses, doctor, I mean, anybody on their feet all day will tell you that you almost have two shirt, you know, you almost have like the beginning of your shift size and the end of your shift size. Like the best advice I got when I first opened was this old guy who'd been in it forever. He's like, bring two pairs of shoes to work every day, switch them halfway through the shift. Really? Yeah. Just cause they get, yeah, they just get kind of bottomed out and they lose their, their cushion and it's just, yeah. How about if we works. just give you, yeah, I, I'm jumping the gun. No, here, guys. I'm it. jumping the That's gun. I'm, saying, I'm probably, uh, my, my, uh, buddy lawyer, uh, Eric Nielsen is going to say, what are you, what are you doing, Monty? But, time to start reading the law books again. But, but, <laughs> put down the business books, pick up the legal code. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but it's a cool idea, though, huh? It, it's a very cool idea, and it solves another huge problem. It's funny. My brain went to hands-free T-shirts a second ago. I'm like, tell Mike to figure that one out. Like the Jetsons. You know what I mean? Hey, did you think hands-free shoes? It, it could work. You, you never know. You, you'd be surprised what he thinks about. So, yeah, he, he works a lot on, on inventions that are complementary to hands-free footwear. Uh, they might be... Shoe inventions, they might be apparel inventions. So, does he have any like personal connection with that? Whether it's like a family member who has medical issues that was, you know, they struggled. Like, was there like a pain point that like drew this invention out of him? You know, I, let's see if we can get him behind a microphone one of these days. Yeah, that would be so fun. You, you, you would love question. to ask, you'd love to know. I, uh, I think what part of what it is for for Mike is just the he was in the bag industry, which is a big industry, but not like shoes. Oh yeah. And his okay. his motivation was, wow, I am working on a problem that I can solve for all seven to eight billion people. Exactly. On the Every single person. Yeah. You want to talk about a market? Well, I mean, it's like backpacks. You know, not everybody wears backpacks, but like I always have a backpack and they made great backpacks. And it's like thread, you know, backpacks are still a huge. People are always trying to make backpacks better, but it's still not shoes. No. Like not even close. No. So my, my kids like it a lot better sitting at the dinner table on Sunday. They're all gone. They come back, though. They like talking about shoes more than the law. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Shoes are good. Shoes are a good place to be. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, what companies did you sell this week, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just so fun. Thank you for coming on. And so everyone's going to want to go buy some. So where are they going? Remind everyone where they need to go to find you. Kizik.com, K-I-Z-I-K.com. Okay. And all your socials, is it? Uh, yes, you can go to you can go to Kizik.com. If you want to reach out to me, Monty Deer, M-O-N-T-E-D-E-E-R-E, on LinkedIn. Uh, if you reach out to me on LinkedIn, I'll send you a code for a Sweet. for a nice discount. Oh. Just, just tell me what gritty sent you. Listen right? up. And then Instagram is where Kizik. Yes. So W E A R K I Z I K, Wear Kizik. And their your content is awesome. So not only is the product cool, but you guys are doing a fantastic job with content. So you're a fun follow. Thank you. And a Utah company. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, the shoe business, that had to be so scary. You know, shout out to other consumer goods companies. I know you had uh, Mackenzie Bauer on here with Thread uh -huh. Wallets. Uh, right. Uh, I don't know if you've had uh, Jay with Pillow Cube and Cotopaxi. Have you had? We need to get yeah. On. So it's it, you know it There's is a lot of it there. is new to have consumer goods that are thriving in in Utah. Freshly uh, we love picked, it. freshly love picked, it. baby. Yeah, yeah, freshly picked. There, she's been on twice. Susan's oh. been on twice. Yeah, yep. wonderful company. And she she loves shoes too. We had Corey from Taft. Uh huh. Yes, on here making awesome great shoes. shoes. Oh, yeah, Betty's Bez. Yeah, we've had a bunch. Yeah. I'm going to feel bad when we realize who we have forgotten. Because <laughs> there's probably quite a Didn't few. Didn't mean to set you up for that. But no, it's so all good. There, there are enough now. You go back 10 years, you couldn't, you couldn't have said that. What about, have you had any manufacturing issues with shoes? Oh, we've been fortunate. We're a single source. We have a single source uh, manufacturing. Wow. 
uh, is it with the supply same chain right OGO? now? No, no. Our manufacturer is out of Vietnam right now. We're moving to a second, so we diversify here in the next couple of months. But, okay. but we've been fortunate. Uh, there are all kinds of problems in southern Vietnam near Ho Chi Minh City, but we're up in the north near Hanoi. No Do you co- ever have no to COVID go out problems. there? I wish we could go out there. We well, make, not, not we right now, obviously. Yeah, I've been, th- I've been three or four times. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's really it's cool to That's go to Asia. Have you ever been to Asia? I no. haven't. Yeah, it's, it's life-changing. I want to go to the factories. I want to see these shoes made. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where he gets his one-off color. I know. He's just like, hey, make me this color, he's please. Like, he pulls this over. He's like, here, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is the CEO shoe that I'm wearing today. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like, hey, are you guys going to shoot me if I take this pair of shoes I found? Because <laughs> sometimes they haven't been photographed yet. So. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And everyone, go check out some shoes and go get some for you and everyone you know. We will make sure to post some that are on our feet very shortly. Yes. I, 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 can't, I seriously it. can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you, Andrew and Cameron. And of course. Thank you. Thank you.